Welcome to the Vantage Point with your hosts, Tony Sherman and Shannon Vick. Hey everyone, Anthony Sherman here. Welcome to the Vantage Point Podcast. If this is your first time listening, thanks for joining us. The Vantage Point Podcast is brought to you by Vantage Tactical Solutions, a safety and awareness training company. Each week we will discuss topics relating to your overall safety and well-being. Feel free to add our podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes, as well as follow us on Facebook at Vantage Tactical. What's going on, everyone? It's Shannon, Vic, and I. Shannon, say what's up. What's up, people? How you doing? Hey, if you're watching us live right now, do us a favor and go ahead and uh, like us and share this right now, both on IFF, Vantage Tactical, uh, and our individual pages. So... Shannon, what did we hear recently on the news that's uh, gotten everyone pretty much uh, riled up, especially one Dana White? Uh, Conor McGregor uh, throwing a dolly through a bus window and uh, cracking, I think, was it Michael Chesia? I don't know how you say his last name, but I guess apparently he was cut. He was supposed to fight Anthony Pettis. That didn't happen. Then I heard Anthony Pettis was going to, supposed to fight uh, um, Khabib because the New York, what is it, Athletic Commission didn't allow Max Holloway to uh, fight because he was four pounds over. And then the Anthony Pettis fight got canceled. So now he's fighting Al something, like Quinta or something like that. Or, yeah, so it's, it's a crazy turn of events on how this one incident with Conor McGregor led to like this this dismantle of the UFC 223 event. Yeah. Uh, Dana was pretty pretty ticked off. I, I, yeah. He's, it's been a while since you've seen someone like him get uh, so upset about uh, stuff that has gone on, but uh, I was actually pretty uh, pretty um, impressed in actually how he – I mean, he was livid. I mean, yeah, he was. Especially McGregor, McGregor, McGregor because that's his moneymaker. I was just going to say that. That's his doughboy. Yeah. So, uh, well, you, you are more well-versed in the UFC than I'm in. Uh, several uh, fights have been canceled for this weekend's fight. So what are your thoughts on that? Um, you know, I think it's one of those things where, you know, I think the UFC does a good job of having a backup plan. Uh, we have a lot of fighters who step up at the last minute, like Max Holloway. He was very disappointed that he wasn't able to take on this fight. It was not his call. It was, the, again, the New York um, Athletic Commission, if I'm saying that correctly, um, who said that, you know what, we are not going to let you fight because you're four pounds over, and they did not give him, even though I think there was like two to four hours, a two to four hour time frame where he could have cut weight, they just said no. So um, it's interesting on their part why they didn't allow him to fight. He's a moneymaker. He's the 145 champ uh, wanting to move up to fight the 155 champ. And uh, it, I just think uh, – and then Pettis having the opportunity, and that fight got called off for whatever reason. I don't know. Wait, time out. So Pettis' fight called off? Pettis was supposed – yeah, because Pettis was supposed to fight Michael wow. Chesia. I don't know, again, if I'm not saying his name correctly, uh, my mistake. But he was supposed to fight, uh, and his guy got cut due to the Conor McGregor Dolly being thrown at the bus. So Pettis was supposed to fight this Michael Shasia guy. That fight got called off. So then Pettis was then um, next in line to fight Khabib because Max Holloway got pulled. So it was supposed to be Khabib, Khabib versus uh, Anthony Pettis. Well, then that fight got canceled. So now Khabib is fighting another guy. So the last 24 hours for the UFC has not been good. So it's like kind of playing dice. Basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So surprised they didn't call you or I up there to, to, to fight. <laughs> me? Yeah. You, but not me. I, I would be like the, uh, Kevin James and uh, was it Here Comes the Boom? Yeah. I, yeah that's how yeah. I would be in that. Literally, that's how I would be in that. Uh, in that. So, um, again, if you're just joining us, we're just talking about some uh, information that has uh, come away this uh, uh, 
last night into today with the UFC involving Conor McGregor, who I think might be in police custody in New York. Absolutely. Is, yeah. this, is this their first fight in New York? No, they've had other fights in New York. Okay. It doesn't look well because how long did it take for them to uh, – took some years, I think. To yeah, to get their license get and they got stuff like this that would happen. So yeah. uh, just to let you guys know that this this is normally not our normal type of podcast or live event that we discuss, but this is interesting news. We have a lot of friends who are fighters in MMA and UFC. Um, and Shannon Vick here is a, uh, a trainer to some of those individuals. And uh, it's just, it, it hurts when you have individuals that decide to go rogue and do their own thing. Yeah. I mean, what, 30 people, Dana called them thugs. 30 thugs. people. Yeah. Conor McGregor yeah. had 30 people that stormed the area and, and kind of damaged the bus. That's. Yeah, yeah. He's living up to the name Notorious. I just don't understand that. So, I don't know, did you hear someone that kind of shifting off of Conor McGregor? into his last fight, you heard uh, about, what's his name, coming to the UFC, wants to come to the UFC? Floyd. Floyd. Money May. F- yeah, Money May. Yeah, you know, this. I'll tell you this much. This is not looking good for the UFC because now, you know, we have a local here uh, who's a former wrestler who is, you know, getting the opportunity to fight in the UFC um, once again. You know, and I think everybody deserves a chance. Um but when you have a guy coming from the boxing realm um, into fighting the first time, and you have these other fighters that are that have been waiting years to kind of get this opportunity, and they're not given the opportunity, and you know maybe you're coming from another you know sport like a WWE or boxing, of course those guys are going to get first dibs because they have names in those specific sports, and so it's a money draw, and so for CM Punk um, to get an opportunity to fight again, it's going to be interesting. I think uh, you know I know he's been working hard. Um, and it'll be it'll be interesting to see how he fights. So I'm I'm interested in seeing how he how he can recover from his first fight. You know, will he bounce back? Um, I know Dana White said he wasn't going to have him fight in the UFC anymore, but now he's going to do it. And then Floyd Money Mayweather Mayweather um, possibly coming over to the UFC. That's going to be difficult because he does not have any mixed martial arts background other than obviously just the boxing, which he's amazing at. But the kicks, the, the, the you know the defensive takedown for jujitsu, all that stuff is going to play a factor. Yeah, I'm. Um I just can't get over the disappointment in Dana's face. Yeah, I saw the press yeah, he conference. He was upset, yesterday, man. So. He was upset. He was not happy. No, that's. Uh, I mean, that takes a big chunk of change out of UFC's pocket, Dana White's pockets, the rest of the, the fighters who are there to earn a living. I mean, these guys are not making millions of dollars. Some no. of them, anyways. And they're making. They're, some of them working part-time jobs. Exactly, and this is this is uh, how major, they expect to put food on the table for the family. Well, major lawsuit too coming. That's what I hear. Lawsuits, plural. Yeah. Uh, against McGregor for well, his I mean, actions. Apparently, he's got the money now to uh, to to fit that bill. So let, let me ask you this, Tony: Do you think that Conor McGregor is going to be the next like John Bones Jones? Hmm. You know, he's. I mean, Jones. You know, John Jones is a phenomenal, phenomenal MMA fighter. Some, if he's you know, keep it, his nose clean. I know that. Well, that. Well, okay. So. <laughs> Speaking of that, some people think that maybe McGregor's doing some of the same things that, you know. For someone to act that crazy, I mean. I mean, we I know, know he's that Irish, McGregor's, but yeah, we goodness. know he's crazy already, but, you know. I, We're not saying that those, that Irish people are crazy. They just like to have their fun. They, they, they we fun, know yeah, that. Yeah, I got some Irish in me. Shannon is an Irish name. No, but I think, you know, you look at, you look at Conor McGregor and you look at guys like John Jones you would hope that their behavior does not take away from their talent because they are talented MMA fighters. John Jones, we don't know when we're going to see him in the in the UFC again. And I, I hope 
you know, it's already been two years since McGregor has fought. And now it's probably going to be another year or so before he fights again because I'm guessing there's going to be some type of suspension that's going to come from just the UFC. I agree. You know, so I don't know. It's going to be an interesting turn of events these next few months. I agree. Shane, give me a favor. Jump on your phone. Let's see it. And you yourself, like and share this live video. Let's get some of your uh, your people on board so we can uh, have a communication with them back and forth. And what the, let's see what everyone else's thoughts are on uh, – on uh, Conor McGregor, Conor McGregor, and the UFC. UFC, and Dana, and everyone else who's no longer fighting this weekend, and um, I guess you know, can you imagine the odds in Vegas right now? Oh man, um, <laughs> everyone is kind of like uh, pulling their hair out, and I can just imagine what some of those back rooms are like right now in Vegas. You know, I'll tell you this much. Um, you know, I just shared it. Hopefully, people are checking in and, and able to check out our podcast. Um, you know, it's an it's an interesting thing when you look at. Um, when you look at the UFC as a whole, you know, this type of stuff doesn't really happen in boxing um, mm-hmm. where you have a big event and then all of a sudden it gets pulled within, you know, 24 hours of the events happening. This happens in the UFC and it's been happening more and more, whether it's an injury, whether it's a situation like this with Conor McGregor throwing a dolly through a bus. Obviously, we've never seen that before, but no. my, my point is, is that we're seeing a lot more uh, fights being canceled you know, 24 to 40 hours right before it's supposed to happen. Well, interesting about that. I, I've been hearing a lot lately that people are starting to take the WWE and yeah. UFC combined together because yeah. they're starting to believe that all the antics is just nothing but hype. But I think, I think, and there's a lot of people. Conor McGregor is a great fighter. Absolutely. He's got a he, he's got a mouth on him. Yep. That's his game. Yep. Tries to psych people out. Yep. But I think he he crossed the line on this one. Well, let me ask you this. I mean, for all our conspiracy theorists out there, do you think it was staged? Because mm-hmm. this, a lot of individuals are coming out. I saw um, Jalen Rose on ESPN. He, you know, he, he asked the question, if was, was this Conor McGregor debacle with these 20, 30 uh, guys from his entourage, was this staged to hype up maybe a bigger future event with him and Khabib? Because we know that boxing is a moneymaker. I mean, Conor McGregor, you know, took a fight in boxing with – you know, arguably the greatest boxer of all time, and Floyd Mayweather, some consider, because the why? Because the money was there, right? Mm-hmm. So the money isn't there, at least for the fighters in the UFC. And so, creating a platform like this of drama, we know drama sells. Is this a is this a plot or a ploy by the UFC to embark on more revenue? Um, and that's that, that's the question that I'm not asking, but what I've heard. I, yeah, but we had people's lacerations on face and. Do we have and any proof of that? I haven't seen anything, no. Mm. I'm just saying. I don't know. I'm just saying what's out there. That's an interesting uh, – ah, I don't know. We haven't seen any – we haven't seen the laceration. So that – we haven't, but wouldn't – what about the whole – Canceling uh, fights? Canceling fights, people losing money, UFC losing money, and then not to mention that uh, the New York Police Department has Conor McGregor – in custody. You know that who knows, man. I mean, we've seen I mean, if this if this was staged, I think the they, whole there's UFC a lot of parties would, involved. Yeah, yeah. The, the parties involved. That 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 that's a big issue with the police department and having to deal with that and sort that out. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially I mean, you would have to New be, York. Well, you have to pay a lot of people to keep their mouth shut. Um I do think from a standpoint, you know, uh to to maybe add to that, you know, to those who think this might be a conspiracy. Because uh, I wondered if this was staged, and then t- obviously I found out that there were multiple fights canceled. I'm like, well, that's that's taking a hit in the pocketbook of the UFC. Um, if the UFC wanted to promote this Khabib-Conor McGregor fight, y- 
you don't go to this extreme, you know, of having uh, a laceration on somebody's face. There's other ways to do it is what I'm saying right. other than this. So um, I think this is a real event. I don't think this is fake news. And I think we'll find out more information in the next few months, maybe a few weeks or a few hours. Interesting. Yeah. That's, uh, well, the people I was going to watch tomorrow night. Yeah. Isn't, I mean. I have no, I have no, uh, I want to do, I do want to see Rose though. Uh, Rose, um, um, Namajunas, or I, I don't always, I'm not always good with these last names because some of these names I just can't even pronounce. But so, who is uh, who's Habib fighting? Uh, some guy you? named Al, Al Franken, La Quinta, no, or something no. like that. It's yeah, it's, it's a, another name that I can't pronounce. But um, this was supposed to be a really stacked card, and now it's kind of diminished. I don't, mm. I don't know if anyone is going to want to spend money on a car like this at this point i think that's a major bust man yeah, that's upsetting it's very especially it for the sport so okay do you think conor mcgregor is good for ufc or bad for the ufc um you know i think good publicity bad publicity is still publicity at the end of the day um and i think this will pass over just like anything else we we live in a forgiving society and um some people will overlook this and move on, and others will look at him as the bad guy. But again, it's going to draw whether he has enemies or people who are fans of him. It's he's still a draw, and so I do think he is great uh, for the UFC. I agree. I, I think he is, but man, he's got a calm that attitude of his. And um, I mean, how how does Dana White tame him? I don't think Dana White can tame him. Um, you know, I, I I don't think there is any taming Conor McGregor. Um, and, and Dana White knows that he's in a tough position because it's almost like he's allowing Conor McGregor to do things that other UFC fighters. And if you notice now, UFC fighters are now talking a little bit more trash now. You know, that you're starting to see an epidemic of like UFC fighters kind of like trying to pull somewhat of a Conor McGregor-ish type act when they when they are facing off with their opponents. You know, you're seeing a little bit more pushing and shoving. You're, you're hearing a little bit more Twitter jabs and things like that. Mm -hmm. You didn't used to see these things. We come from an era of, like, GSP, who was, like, you know, very humble and a martial artist, Anderson Silva, um, you know, Forrest just some Griffin, of – Forrest Griffin, yeah, some of those guys. Uh, Randy Couture, you know, these guys – I mean, you know, Chuck Liddell, there was some trash talk, but not to this level. Now you're starting to see it more and more, and, and these guys are realizing that, hey, I can make more money by opening my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Um which brings uh, uh, up a good good point. I mean, at, at what point does this start to cause people to start to no longer be involved or no longer be interested in the UFC? It's the same stuff over and yeah. over and over again. I mean, you're going to get that WWE comparison. So, you know, I think they have to find a, 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 a balance. Um, Dana White and the UFC or UFC and Dana White might have to implement some rules uh, to maybe – counteract that uh the type of behavior i mean several years ago when the ufc started to really rise and when you had your forrest griffin and your hand um, yeah. and silva and you had um tito ortiz and you had all the great chuck liddell gsp all those that when you're right you didn't hear any of that stuff you didn't hear the jabs you did but you be hard pressed to get into a facility like b-dubs or bullwinkles locally or uh, champs, you you couldn't find a table. Yeah. You would literally have to go there three hours before the fights to get a table, yeah. and you're dropping money because obviously we want to be able to support these businesses for 
hosting because it, it doesn't it costs them a lot of money to have these fights absolutely but yeah i'm not seeing that anymore i'm not seeing these places packed out anymore that's a good point tony i didn't even realize that and i look at myself who you know i i do mixed martial arts i do kickboxing i do jujitsu i you know you and i do a screamer you know I used to be a huge fan of of watching the UFC, and as a as a, as somebody who kind of grew up watching boxing and appreciating the sport and the art of mixed martial arts and boxing, I myself am, am not as interested, and that's coming from somebody who practices the martial arts. Mm-hmm. I I know that I'm I don't have to spend a ton of money to watch a pay per view. I'll just wait, I don't know, an hour after the event and go on Instagram and see it. You know, as you said it's an art, and I if someone posted something yesterday after Dana White. They said we need to get back to what oh Duke Rufus did that. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, we need to get back to uh, what uh, MMA is. It's martial arts. It's mixed martial arts. It's mixed an art, arts. and we need to start acting like it. Yeah. And start stop acting like clowns. Clowns. It just seems like most of the fighters, and 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 I do not want to. Um, this probably will never get to any of those type of fighters. This video, but it just seems like some of them just have too much of an axe to grind. Yeah, I think, you know, one thing that I notice within the MMA world is there are two different type of uh, martial artists. There are those who like to walk around and beat their chest and say how tough they are. And then on the other hand, which I would say is the majority, are the guys who are quiet, sweet-spirited guys who are humble, always smiling, you know, and just go about their business, their daily business. Mm-hmm. A true martial artist this is something that you take on and off the mat, you know, outside of the mat. You know, I pride myself in martial arts. I pride myself in, in studying the arts. But at the same time, I pride myself in being a, a, a decent human being. We're not perfect. Okay, Conor McGregor isn't perfect. I'm not perfect. No one's perfect. We're not expecting that. However, there is a level of professionalism that you have to carry, just like you would have to carry in any other, you know. It, you know, and I used to work for a corporation back in the day. I'm not going to say the name, but... We had, we had rules that we had to abide by. Even as an as a entrepreneur now, there are rules that I've created for myself that I have to abide by. And it all falls under the title of professionalism. Yeah, and you, you mentioned a name, Chuck Liddell. Yeah. He, didn't he just recently sign with Bellador? Did he? I, that's a, I don't know. I don't know. Let, I, me, let I, me look that I up. I might have to look that one up. I, I don't know. Um, that would be interesting, though. That would be interesting. Did Chuck Liddell, if you are listening out there, did he sign with Bellator? If you know, we know that he's a Packer fan. That is true. He's he's he comes to the Packer games. Um, Scott Coker unsure if Bellator can promote Chuck Liddell and Tito Ortiz three. So there was some talk about it, but it looks like mm-hmm. it's nothing that's imminent. Yeah. And then March second, former UFC champion Chuck Liddell to sign with Bellator. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yep. So that's all we know. It's hearsay. It's it's hasn't yeah. been um, hasn't been uh, official. Confirmed official. Yeah. So yeah. That that I think if that were to happen, I think that you're going to see a big influx of shift back to the Bellator. I think so. Uh, Bellator does a little bit better job. I think. There, there. I know a lot of people make fun of them because they signed, uh, you know, a lot of older fighters. And I've been a huge advocate of this. I'm like, they need to have an older, like, uh, veteran fighting, like, division where you take all the, like, greats, like Anderson Silva, put them against a Vitor Belfort, or um, who was the other guy, uh, Mauricio Rua. 
you know, take Shogun Rua, like have those guys. That way you can see, even though these guys are maybe older, you can ha- they can have their own platform, you know, to be able to fight each other. And that way, even on the undercard, can you imagine like if you had an Anderson Silva versus a Shogun Rua on the undercard of a UFC fight that is featuring Khabib versus Max Holloway or Khabib versus Conor McGregor? Now you have a stacked card now you because do. you're looking at, you know, former champions going against each other, and I don't understand why that isn't pushed more. That's a good question. I have no idea. That we That's something that we definitely need to have. Yep. And uh, I just took a screenshot here for our podcast picture. Picture, yeah. So, um, But, at, I mean, I'm, I've got a loss of words for what transpired. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm not – I haven't been really into the – I'll be admitted, I haven't been really into the UFC since uh, – a lot of this crap started happening because I really, really, really liked uh, John Jones, and yeah, you know, when everything yeah. started happening with him, I was just kind of like fell out of love with the sport. Yeah. Um, a lot of other things happen, and you know, sure love the fight between Mayweather and uh, McGregor, but uh, in the boxing arena, not the UFC. But we'll see if uh, Mayweather's going to jump aboard the UFC, and let's see if we see a, a rematch in the octagon. Let me ask you this: Do you think that this takes away? Do you think this brings more fans to? see what's going on with the UFC because right now UFC is trending yeah. even though it's bad publicity it's yep. still publicity I agree do you think it draws fans away or do you think it no I think it's going to drop well you know what I don't know I think it might I'm thinking it might I be a little it, bit of both yeah it'll be a little bit of both yeah um I don't know man I mean it's it's one of those things where it's it's upsetting yeah it's it's uh it's I think it's it's, it's a head scratcher just kind of like did he really do that I mean we heard about it, then we saw the video of him actually throwing a dolly through well, you know, the window. You know, I think the thing that was uh, more frustrating is that, you know, you know, as a, as a man, it's like you're throwing a dolly on a bus I mean, filled with human beings. However, you had women on there. You know, you had women fighters on there. It's like, come on, what are you doing? You so, know, and, and, and even if there weren't, weren't any women uh, on the bus, you still shouldn't do that. But the fact that he knew that there was a bus full of – you know, it was the red, I think it was the red team. So all the yeah. red fighters, basically. So it was Khabib, it was a bunch of other fighters. I know Rose was on there. She was very upset. She was startled. Like, what are you doing throwing a dolly on a bus, not knowing who it's going to, you know, you're, you're throwing out of the bus, they're targeting the bus, but you don't know who that, that's going to hit. You don't know where that glass is going to fly, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, Which that's is, another thing that is, is very Is there a reason why he did that? He brought the people with him to... Uh, yeah, it was directed them. towards Khabib. But everybody else who was on the bus okay, became so a victim. Okay, so let's say Khabib was not on the bus. Is Conor McGregor want the 30 people he brought? Gonna he's not going to do that. Him? No, he's, if Khabib wasn't on the bu- bus, the, the, we don't even talk about this story. But the fact that Khabib was on the bus, he was targeting an individual and throwing a dolly on the bus that had just Khabib, but it was not just Khabib, but it was other fighters on there. He endangered the other fighters, and unfortunately – a lot of those fights aren't happening because right. due to due to injury. Right. Well, I suppose we'll see how things wrap up with the UFC and is is it going to bring people to the UFC because of what's going on? And I'm sure fighters are going to be in line to fight him now because how ticked off they are. Yeah. But um, we shall see. But I think that's all the time we got today. Yeah. And we want to thank those of you, uh, the small version of you that uh, jumped on. And uh, we are actually looking forward to our next podcast and our live video. If you do have any suggestions, feel free to message Shannon and I. And uh, we want to thank you for the time. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And that brings us to the end of our show. Thank you for listening. The Vantage Point Podcast comes out every week. If you have any questions, email us at info at 
or post a topic on our Facebook page. You can also leave a message with a request or your question at 414-377-4225. Again, thank you for listening, and join us next time on The Vantage Point. And remember, be aware, be prepared, survival through training.